0: Prepare yourselves, because rising from the abyss, rising from the submerged desolation, are some of the most corrupt, steely-eyed nerd sauce that you have ever allowed into your ear holes. This is relics of war. You will not be found wanting for Guild Wars or Guild Wars 2 news this day. But. You might want a shower. Hey
1: Olaf, hey Olaf, hey Olaf! Have you heard the news?
0: No one have no need- (coughs) (coughs) Don't be such a bull Okay, I'm hoping all this gas ain't leading up to something. You know what I mean. (laughs) Let's get ready to- fail massively then if everyone's ready. Yes, this is episode number 36 of the Relics of War podcast. My name is Ryan, oftentimes referenced as coal. Round these parts, these parts part of these... being the wow domain, you loser, anyway. Oh, I was going to say like oh. the nether regions or something, but yeah, there <laughs> you go. Uh, that voice you just heard sass and me is uh, is Chaz with uh, the America's Hat Nation, which is currently in an uprising, as I understand. We're going to be sending a no-fly zone up there, is it? <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, yes, indeed. Uh, we had a non-confidence vote and I'm actually working at the election polls for uh, the upcoming election. Go me. Oh,
0: so you're getting involved in Canada politics. Yeah, basically, and I'm getting paid for it, too. Woo! I bet that's about as exciting as, like, working in the library in the United States. I'd, I don't know, get to catch the reference
1: if there is a reference, but, yeah, I probably will be, like, watching paint dry.
0: Yeah, that's basically <laughs> it. That's what I'm, it, See, if you work politics in the United States, whoo mama.
1: Oh, if you work politics in the United States, I'd probably just, like, die. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: And the other person with us today is, uh, he's, uh, there's nothing to be said about New Zealand, but it's Christian S. Preston Esquire. Hi there.
2: So Chaz, do you not have your Totally Awesome blog anymore? Oh, I still have my Totally Awesome blog. It's Totally ah, Awesome. Okay. <laughs> Goes
0: without saying then. And naturally. And I'm willing to also- say this
1: because it'll piss off Brian or Ryan. Hells to the yeah. Oh god.
0: <laughs> I hate inserting a prepositional phrase in the middle of your slang. That's not hip. That's stupid. Oh yeah. Don't do it. Damn it. Yeah, it's kind of funny how I how I resist trendiness. I'm becoming an old man with every day. So Get off that? my lawn. Get off my lawn, you damn kids. I'm a member of the AARP. I like my caps lock, damn it. Yeah. Oh, and also, I should point out that we have a new intro this week. And that music behind that was done by Mast. You can find that music on Tim's Tunes. It's T-I-M-M-S tunes.com. I'm going to look it up right now. Uh, How's your week been, guys? Don't all speak <laughs> at once. <laughs> Bastards.
2: Oh, well, my week was pretty busy, but uh my weekend's been pretty good so far. I had a birthday on Friday. Oh and that's cool. the football season kicked off today. Nice. So it's been been pretty decent. It's gonna get better.
0: I found it. It's Timstunes.com. But I am uh coming coming to you live from a new laptop also. And Christian and I did tons of sound checking last night. I also did a lot of sound checking with the Skype uh echo call testing service Hello, this is the Skype call testing service. <laughs> I heard her in my sleep last night. oh God that was good. I liked it and uh at the beginning of that intro you also you also heard that little diatribe my like <laughs> low voiced uh world of warcraft undead pirate person whatever uh what? he, he's yeah you haven't heard it yet Chaz, but um <laughs> basically the voice is kind of dumb. Kind of funny, kind of dumb. So I'm also accepting submissions for uh, text to read for that part, or uh, people sending in their own sexy voices for that.
1: I'm probably just going to send in a submission because that just doesn't sound very cool for a segment start. You don't sound very cool for a segment start. <laughs> oh, we'll oh,
0: get the ju- oh <laughs> we'll just see about that. That was a that was a stuff and a half. It was. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so, also, uh, the, the talking about Japan that you did last time, the talking of the stuff of the country. Talking the small, of the stuff. Yeah. Um, Japan, though, I wanna, I wanna emphasize a little bit more on that because there's, there's a lot of institutions out there right now trying to raise money for that. And just wanna remind people again that we really need help. Or, we really need they help. They really I'm, need help. I'm, I'm Japanese, okay? <laughs> but yeah, in Japan, <laughs> they really need your help. Over there so send your money to the Red Cross org or I mean go to a website where they're holding an event like that like with yeah. Lincoln Park even Lincoln Park's going nuts about that did you see that no I didn't actually oh man it cheers to those guys for that, that oh, was yeah. really
1: cool just make sure that if you are going to make a donation make sure you make a donation to the Japanese Red Cross so that it actually goes to the people of Japan
0: yeah if you just give it to Red Cross org it's probably it just, just goes gonna- to the whole
1: organization yeah. Not necessarily the relief effort in Japan.
0: Yeah, screw you, Red Cross. We care about <laughs> Japan, okay? <laughs> That's why they have a Japanese Red Cross. <laughs> yeah. So, and then, um... geez, we got a lot of stuff lined up, even just before the show. Do we? I'm going to check out the schedule right now. Um... What, oh, what nice. Is this? What is this, this question posted on the forum by Crimson, that could go into a segment, couldn't it? Hi, right, we're discussing the, the show before the yeah, show. Yeah, that would actually Our be concept. really cool for a segment. So, I will be... let talk about it anyway. Yeah, let's just do this. Because we're cool like that. That's how we roll. So, I was thinking that for the show, an interesting question to ask everyone is what profession slash race do you think you're most like or what you would want to be if it were real? Oh, that's... Mm.
2: Well Should we start with race then? Okay. Uh, and so, we, mm, which sure. race do you think you most like, are most like? I honestly, I don't know.
0: I did not premeditate this one at all, did I?
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess the easy answer is uh, we're most like the humans. Oh, <laughs> big
0: surprise there. Yeah. They no, just, getting, just got you so used to it, you know? If we're taking humans off the docket, I don't really know that anybody is really like a Silvari, because you have to, like, not know anything except for what your ancestors have known. Mm-hmm. And that even that has to be slim to none because you're new, and that's just dumb. Yeah, sort of, kind of. You, you know, like if never mind. I was gonna go into how if dogs have you know genetic memory, then dogs could technically because dogs are like this new species. But that's <laughs> wow. Yeah, don't open up that can of worms. Yeah, I'm really going somewhere there. Um, so then we could talk about the Asura. I could kind of say that maybe I'm like the Asura, except for the fact that I'm not short.
1: Yeah, he's like yes. So then what happened with this kid? He just had a growth spurt. They had to it, exile him.
0: There you go. Yeah, if you were in a with a growth spur. <laughs> yeah. But they would they would spend you know quite a few hours debating it before it actually happened.
1: Oh yeah, there'd be like you know, bring two to a meeting. There'd be
0: three opinions. Exactly. So that, I can't. I guess uh, you know I'm gonna say that it's probably gonna come back around to a But then we've also got the norn and the char.
1: Yeah, those guys are the more the uh, hoorah! Let's go. Yeah. Adventuring and kick some butt kind of type, and if you are into that, you know, you're probably gonna have, like those cl- uh,
0: races. Well, I guess, you know, we've also got the Kodan and the Hylik. Yeah, I guess the- so,
1: but they're not really, you know, wait, this is not asking if they were playable or
0: not. Yeah, so I guess they're kind of in, oh, okay, if that's the case, I'm gonna go with the Kodan. I'm gonna go with the Hylik because Frogmen, Frogmen, rolly-polly Frogmen. <laughs> <laughs> Can I call you Kermit the Frog?
1: <laughs> and I'd probably make some reference to Wind in the Willows. <laughs>
0: I think I would go with the Kodan just because I like to tell people that they're wrong all the time. (laughs) Asura suits suits that pretty well as well. That's true, but I'm also spiritual.
1: But he gets gets to look like
0: a polar bear. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. I'm not really hairy, though. No, no, but you get to look like a polar bear. Doesn't matter. Yeah. I'm not really even big, just tall. I don't know. Anyway, I wonder how many people even give a crap right now. What (laughs) do you. so okay you're you're going with the Haylik then the Haylich maneuver there Cha yep, yep, okay <laughs> <The Hilich maneuver. laughs> and Christian, what, what do, do we you call t- that um I well, I mean before
2: you talked about the Silvari, I was kind of thinking that kind of curios- curiosity and um straightforward rationale in terms of the way things are kind of oh. <laughs> it's a bit like me, um but yeah, you're right, and that they kind of have to n-
0: not know a lot as well. Well, yeah, but if you're going for that, in that case, then I know that I'm married to a Silvari, because she takes everything, literally. (laughs) So there you go. Your wife's sighing right now. What's that? Your
1: wife's going to be sighing if she ever listens to this podcast.
0: Oh, no. Well, she might actually listen to this one, because there's something I'm... Her sister-in-law wants me to snitch about. Oh, screw it. I'll I'll snitch. My recording studio here, right? My car? Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really hard to use for its actual purpose, which is, you know, driving, <laughs> because she was checking the mail the other day, and she, she, the mailbox opens, and so the lid opens into the window, and I don't know what happened, if she let off the gas or what, I wasn't in the car, but the car pretty much hooked the mailbox and just kept going with it, so now my door <laughs> is all, it's twisted eight ways from Sunday, I barely got it to close the other night, Oh, joy. You don't want to open it because it, like, opens in this fit of rage. I, I believe Einstein may have something to observe if I actually open it. <laughs> he be like, wow, was that spooky action at that distance? <laughs> 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 okay. <laughs> yeah, so, I, I don't know what my door has to do with quantum teleportation. But anyway. Or but Actually, they could though. I'll open my door and aliens will show up. Maybe <laughs> like, you, you, uh, you, you, you invited just- us for, Want a cyber? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> that was the first. Wow, that is actually the first thing that came to my mind. Gonna, <laughs> <laughs> you're weird. <laughs> saying what sister would say. All right, so I was, I was not supposed to snitch about that. I think I'm busted. But Lacey usually doesn't listen to the show. But my sister in law does, so she's going to listen to it. Then tell Lacey, and then I'm in the doghouse. That's good times.
1: <laughs> you're in the doghouse, which is
0: exactly what our sponsor is. So there's our tie-in to Doghouse Systems. Uh, go to doghousesystems.com. Enter the coupon code Relics for twenty-five dollars in Jinx merchandise. You like that? Smooth. Very smooth. Yep. All right. So shout out. We're gonna do a shout out to Hire Minion. Oh yes. Uh,
1: shout out to Hire Minion. Um, sent me a message from the and he says that he's from the guild. Guild Wars is serious business. And, yeah. yeah, basically, they're the same kind of guild that Pig is. They're just basically a pick up and go do weird stuff in Guild Wars kind of a guild. And the cool stuff, they, they should probably give Pig a run for their money.
0: Yeah. Which is, oh, yeah, hey, speaking, we break it, bringing up Pig here. Because okay, this is nowhere in the outline. But congratulations to Jimbo. Didn't he have a kid? Oh, yeah, he, he did. did. Congratulations to Jim. Jim is a pappy. So he'll be a, he'll be a singing pappy with me here pretty soon. Um, yeah, let's, let's talk about that real quick. The Gemini duet, uh, that is, that is back, you know, I'm here, high, I haven't disappeared. <laughs> um, and that I disappeared for just a little while because I kind of had a little bit of a medical scare and it turns out that it's just a high sitting. My, my pituitary gland is just a highfalutin type. It's, it's all high up, and mighty. Yeah. It's all high and mighty on it's... itself. Cause it's sitting right up there by my eye, optic nerve and my brain and it's being naughty. It's touching things that shouldn't. So, yeah, that's that explains a lot of the problems that I have had over the past couple of years. But we we had a real big scare there for a short little while. But I'm happy it's... now because that's just not the case. So, back on for the Gemini duet that everybody paid for. I'm not sure that, I mean, the money Brian, that we got, we I actually think someone's uh, trying to scare you. Yeah, yeah, that is exactly. <laughs> oh what my one god, of my neurologist's um, re- receptionist. I guess you'd call her. Yeah. Yeah, she described her. She told me that she thinks someone's trying to scare me when they were talking about the diagnosis that my other doctor said.
1: And by the way, if you're a, if you're, um, if you work at a medical, uh, center, and even if you're a receptionist, don't just say stupid shit like that (laughs) because that could be taken as a diagnosis and you can get sued.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm obviously not going to sue them because my neurologist is awesome. (laughs) Yeah. But, yeah, so there's that. We'll be doing the Gemini Duet, and the money that we got for that, we actually got more donations since then. Oh, nice. So uh, I'm doing thinking...
1: more do- Gemini Duets just because of that.
0: Well, I, th- I think in order to avoid having to do a second Gemini Duet, what I'm probably going to do is take that money and give it to the Red Cross. Yeah, that's a
1: good idea. Good I've pull. already
0: given more than what we've gotten in donations to that, but I, <laughs> I'm thinking of still just giving that anyway. It's um, so done. There's that. And also, I just want to point out, my sister-in-law, a while ago, bought Ghosts of Ascalon. Goats of Ascalon. I'm going to start calling it that. Goats of Ascalon. <laughs> goats. <laughs> the Gackies of Ascalon. And also she also has th- that other one. <laughs> that I don't know the name of. So, Destiny's Edge. There you go. And I'll be reading Ghosts of As- goats of Ascalon here pretty soon. And then she will allow me to read Destiny's Edge once I'm done with that. I just have to prove to her that I'm capable of reading anything that's not non-fiction or non-political. <laughs> yeah. And then you so can you be needed, a Okay. So I believe that hand. Wow. Geez. How far are we into this already? We're to, almost half an hour. Nice. <laughs> nice. That's good progress right there. <laughs> so let's just get into Scuttle scuttlebutt because this thing's got a ton of stuff to discuss. Oh, and it's a new, a new bumper. Well, what we're gonna do for this expansion is uh, we're gonna take all the existing models and reskin them. Ah, <laughs> for crying outside. Someone get us a new MMO, or I'll stab my ear with this pencil.
1: <laughs> I like it. Yeah, and I think I, delivery, always... I think the delivery from the last line could use some work. But yeah, because I don't, I don't know, I don't have no emotion, emotional connection to the dude who wants to stab his ear with a pencil.
0: <laughs> Come on, man! You can't empathize with the guy who's about to stab his ear with a pencil. No, you, you, you should be analyzed for Asperger's syndrome. Maybe, like, maybe you're. Do you have uh, ass Do you have burgers? Fruit, ass? <laughs> well, where am of I burgers? going with this? Where are you going with this? <laughs> <laughs> I have this thing with likening um ghost crawler uh, over at blizzard with Rick Moranis and I don't know why hey guys uh lord gozer I
1: think it was a slightly more controversial version of uh Bill Nye the Science Guy oh there you go uh bill 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 science Nye the rules. Science Guy yeah <laughs> I that's love that that's part of guy. the entire show just like the starting theme and he just says
0: science <laughs> rules I hate that there's some other actor out there named Bill Nye or something so whenever people fame, say he's Bill Nye. Bill Nye. <laughs> hey. But every time someone says, "Yeah, I was watching that one movie with Bill Nye," and I'm like, "Dude, Bill Nye's in a movie? Not that one. <laughs> oh well, screw that then." Man. So
2: you're oh. not talking about the awesome um British actor Bill Nye.
0: There you go. Yeah, that's yeah.
2: the other guy, <laughs> who's in like dozens of movies.
0: Yeah, but screw him. There's Bill <laughs> Nye. You know, he's awesome. Well, yeah, but this Bill Nye... He's, no he's... Bill Nye the science guy. Yeah, okay. Bill Nye is like on par with Steve from Blue's Clues as in terms of <laughs> developing our future, as to also yeah. not be confused with, oh, I don't know, Rico and, or I'm sorry, Diego and Dora. <laughs> clap! Clap! Clap, clap, clap! <laughs> My kid needs map. to be enticed into map. shouting more thanks! <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: isn't that the truth?
0: Ugh. So, yeah. Okay. Anyway, let's talk about some Guild Wars 2. Tiger brought up the frog people of Guild Wars 2, the Hylic maneuver. Um, not to be confused with the Hecate. I mean, I guess they kind of are the Hecate. It's a weird deal there. So, as I take it, there was a tribe of Hecate, like the frog people you see in Guild Wars, but they kind of became everybody. Like, they outbred all the other tribes or something. That's what so usually now the all frogs are... do? You know, yeah, I guess that's true. But anyway, she says whatever, they're still obnoxious. <laughs> <laughs> These will both, what does that say? These will um, be both fellow and Ally, as indicated in Destiny's Edge, where a Hylek was presented at the Vigil and talking the blog about, oh, she wants us to talk about the blog and their trading and crafting habits. So, I kind of skimmed over it last night because I was trying to catch up with all the crap that I've been way behind on about Guild Wars 2. Anybody know much more about the Hylek? Oh, I don't
1: know, but all I can just hope is that if they are introduced into the game, Guild Wars 2... Um, they still keep the animation where when they run, they hop. <laughs> yes. I, yeah. love it. I, hope that, I hope that carries on. Cause that was funny. That's a key characteristic.
0: Mm-hmm. I wonder um, if the guardians will have blue tongues. Oh, Maybe. That'd be kind of cool.
1: If we have popsicles, anything's possible. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. I did have a little read
2: of, of that blog and I pulled out that, that little note saying that they're both ally and foe. Um, which they've been saying with most of these races that they're telling us about, these sort of background races, mm-hmm. they want to make it less uh, cut and dry in terms of that you're always going to face these as foes. Okay. So that there'll be sense. some some allied ones as well. well
0: that's kind of cool. Um, What what was I going to say? Um, Frogger pops, maybe? <laughs> <laughs> they, they make your tongue blue? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, so... Okay, so if not all of them are bad, then I assume that this means there's a lot of races like that already in Guild Wars anyway, right? Yeah where there's some yeah, enemies it's like so. the Centaur. You have the yeah. you have Zed, but then you're fighting a bunch of Zed.
2: And the Tengu and and so on. Yeah, there oh, yeah. You go. yeah. So they're just continuing that trend and so that the world and is producing
1: anthropomorphized richer. animals that you can befriend <laughs> or kill.
0: Yeah. Do you, do you think that um the Well I haven't seen anything about the Tengu. I was going to ask if you think they'll be there, but I'm pretty sure they will. They
1: probably will. Yeah. Cool. Somewhere
0: in Criter. There's got to be some part where you party up with some guy and he runs around going, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> And then, then they need to cue some music that sounds like Disturbed. doo 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 Okay. <laughs> Christian, what's this? What's this business you have here?
2: Um, There was a... So, you should sign up. I think it's on the Girl Wars 2 website to a newsletter which I signed up to yonks ago and then nothing's ever turned up until now. And it was a newsletter from uh, NCSoft about Googles 2 with just general recent news. And then a few quick descriptions about their upcoming plans for conventions this year. So um, they'll be at Comic-Con um, July 20th to 24th. They haven't said any more than that at this stage. And then they'll be at Gamescom, which is the August 17th to 21st and i um, quote from the newsletter that we will have a demo build of guild wars 2 plenty of devs on hand to meet fans and answer questions and some cool surprises oh
1: so there you, were, you go was, nice you know, no i'm pretty sure they're going to add they're going to reveal a seventh profession sometime not, during that period yeah if not before but they that.
0: already revealed the seventh profession <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah it was on april 1st so it doesn't count yeah And then the
2: last uh, convention that they mention is PAX Prime, August twenty sixth to twenty eighth, and all they say is is
1: in Seattle, right?
2: Yeah, their hometown. All they say is we've got big plans for this year's PAX, so stay tuned. Ooh, Seattle's pretty close to Calgary. Hmm. Ah, you should you should go if they've got big plans. Um. So they mention a demo build of guild wars 2 at gamescom but then don't say the same about pax prime uh this means nothing but i like to hope that this could still be a a potentially a release or build up to the
0: the beta slash preview weekends at pax prime i would like to hope that also as would i but you know how it is though. Once you say that, there's so, there are so many people that will go, Oh my God, really? And they're going <laughs> to take it as the gospel and run with it. Yeah,
2: but that's just a character flaw. But we're yeah. not, we're not, um, is it GameStop trying to take your money from pre-orders? Exactly. Yeah. We don't want your money.
0: <laughs> so no one's going to believe us. So, okay. In that case, then, right. In August, Guild Wars 2, baby. <laughs> yeah. Lock it in. That's right. I'm at, right now, uh, uh, I I found a Wilhelm scream soundbite. I don't know if you guys know exactly what that is, but mm, many of boy. the listeners that like were around during the Star Wars era. And let me emphasize, I hate Star Wars, but I still know about the Wilhelm scream, right? Um, anyway, we'll get around to that in just a second. But I was I was queuing okay. up this Wilhelm scream right here. Here we go. Oh, I remember that scream. Oh yeah, you know that scream, baby. All right, so what was next? Uh, interviews interview with Daniel with... Doshu. Oh, hell Tap yeah. Repeatedly. Artists that read that are going to love it. I bet you Tiger... Reading I think Tiger is the one who actually um, added this in. No, she doesn't. Tasha. Tasha. But it says, this is one quote that was pulled from it. This is just the beginning of our conversation with Daniel in the coming days. Be sure to look for our parts 2 and 3, where we discuss Guild Wars 2's user interface, the Solvari redesign, Daniel's career goals, and the games he likes to play. But anyway, some some of the things they were talking about in this interview that they have right now with Daniel Dochu, he's exactly right when it comes to style, because that's something um, <clears throat> a lot of artists don't hone in on. They go for photorealism, right? Mm-hmm. But those that do get it, they're going for their style. They're trying to find what their style is. And the problem is when you're trying to make your style, you won't find it. And what I kind of got from it, which is something that I've learned in both my artwork 'Cause I'm actually an artist. And uh writing, even even this podcasting stuff is when you first prioritize doing it because you love it and just having fun with it, or even having fun with expressing yourself, that's when your style starts to come out. So cheers to you, Daniel, for your rite of passage into uh art stylishness. Let's throw a bar mitzvah in his <laughs> honor. Ryan's just got a bunch of Hutzpah. <laughs> Uh, let's see. You, you can tell I watch too much John Stewart. Yeah. There's actually no words like that. <laughs> so, uh, yes, uh, go ahead and check that article out. There's a lot of, it's mostly just talk about artistic style, things like that. Uh, I am looking forward to this part about the user interface and the Silvari redesign. <laughs> um, newcomers might not realize how important that is, but those are two things we haven't really got a lot of information on. Yeah. So there you go. Um, now. Let's talk about the new profession, okay? Wink, wink, this- nudge, nudge, say no more, say no more. <laughs> this <laughs> this profession is the reason why I am wearing no underwear this morning. Because <laughs> he's going commando. Darn tootin'. <laughs> the commando, as they put it, uh, is the article still up now? Because it's not April Fool's anymore. Uh... And did anybody take it seriously?
1: Yeah, it's still up. And yes. no, it's, it's April Fools. No one takes anything seriously. But still, like you know how they have all the professions, and they have like
0: the um, list of them. The commando's still on it. Sweet. Yeah. What was great about it, man? They had videos. They everything was sorted to make it actually look like it was a real profession, despite the fact they even had like online Welton interviews. Yeah. They, really? they did a PC gamer interview. Which wow. is really. Yeah, there and was a PC gamer PC interview. And was, actually,
1: didn't. uh break their non-disclosure
0: agreement. That's amazing. <laughs> well, they didn't Yeah, they didn't do anything sh- <clears throat> anything shady, which was like, what the hell? But I guess because it was an April Fools joke, they were like, you know, how do you break that di- agreement early? Yeah, exactly. Oh my god, my foot is cramping. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit. Okay, I'm sitting on my foot now. Yeah, okay. so there's, none of there's us. some guy,
1: there's some guy in PC gaming with a voodoo doll shaped like Ryan and he's just squeezing that leg. <laughs> yeah. Either that so, or
0: John Stewart is doing that right now. Mm-hmm.
2: None of us took the commando seriously, but clearly ArenaNet did with the amount of effort they put into it, which is oh, awesome.
0: Oh, man. Okay. Yeah. So the <laughs> some of the interviews were like, they said, aren't you worried that what the commando is, is it's basically like a secret ops. When you're in Call of Duty, one of the guys in there, you can call in helicopters on a, a raid or, uh, you know, like what they have in Canada right now, what the United Nations has sent up there to hold their no-fly zone. Yeah, exactly, um, like all of one. Yeah, so they, they even had a video where they were fighting the Shatner, and they called in the helicopters. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I cool. loved the video where um they called in the Predator drones because that chick was running from those... Was, it was a couple of char, char, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 That was great because the guys are, oh, no, that's not right. <laughs> that don't look right. That's a big a chicken.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Shatner one was was awesome. Oh, yeah. Just, just so, to, even just to see the Shatner again, and then just go. Yeah, see, well, we'll just throw some helicopters at him. That should
1: do the trick. <laughs> yeah, instead of having you know the the big massive upcoming battle that fades
0: into, that fades into black, you have the helicopters flying at it. What was awesome was they said, "Aren't you worried that these guys are going to be overpowered in PvP?" And their answer was, "Well, we didn't give them guns for them to miss." <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> basically, we don't give a crap as long as their guns work. <laughs> yeah, that's as, awesome. Besides, our philosophy is just make all the professions overpowered, then nobody's underpowered. Yeah.
1: That's the case they're going to need to give Warriors an RPG. Or a a BroStorm.
0: No, an RPG. Yes. A role-playing game. Exactly. There you go. So, oh, and one of those videos, as I was saying, had a Wilhelm scream. And the Wilhelm scream is something that comes from, like, I think it started in, like, 1951. (laughs) And it has been recycled in movie after movie after movie. So, that is why I, I was jazzed about it. And, <laughs> now that we've brought up the Wilhelm scream, in Dirty Harry, there was this one scream. And I can't find it right now, but I'll find it for later shows. Hilarious. Like, just hearing it makes you laugh, even though, even if you don't know what's going on, but the fact that it was on Dirty Harry, even better. That's a tangent we didn't need. Um, I would also like to say that the commando should now, and herefore, and forever, always replace the sandwich mancer in discussions of hypothetical but funny professions. Because sandwich mancer? What happened with the, with this anyway?
1: Did it like the wiki just make their own kind of a joke profession for April Fools?
0: No, this, this happened was, oh, probably, it was about the time that I started Relics of War. Oh, okay. And everybody was like talking about, oh, ha ha, what's the next profession going to be? And they're like, it's going to be the, and ArenaNet, I believe, said it. Well, it's going to be the sandwich mancer. Yeah. And it was like, It's uh, uh, <clears throat> <that's> good.
1: <laughs> sandwich. It's oh, funny. Yeah. Old yeah. joke, old, but. But, um, th- well, didn't the
2: Girl With Two wiki have a shadow monster? Um Oh, yeah. Yes. I-, I just on saw on Tiger's comment first. here. Yeah. So there were actually two professional reveals. One, of, one official and you know inverted commas, and then the other one from
0: the guild was too wiki. And the okay. kingdom of loathing pasta mancer. What? What? I don't know. That's in Tiger's comment here. Hi Tiger. I'm glad you were here to explain that one. She says. What? I don't actually know what you're talking about in reference to my sandwich mancer. She goes, but the kingdom of loathing pasta mancer is fantastic. Lele, what are you smoking? <laughs> the pasta mancer. <laughs> No, I don't know but okay. unite. I did not know about the Shadowmancer stuff yeah, neither did I That's good news so now, now everybody is informed about professions that don't exist <laughs> Yeah <laughs> And then uh, Like, there's like also the Mesma. Yeah
2: exactly yeah. No I mean Mesmer. we keep going on about the Mesma, So why can't we go on about some other classes that don't exist
0: Yeah, and yeah This since- Mesmer's got style kid <laughs> Yeah that's true because the Mesmer is gonna be the next gunner class. They're just gonna have purple guns. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the fire of purple smoke. There you go. Laser PPU pew pew lasers. Exactly.
0: Um and Tasha wants us to not forget the stuff that was um uh, incorporated into Guild Wars. Actual just Guild Wars One. Yep. For the commando. I guess you could get some commando boots.
2: No, it was much some? better than that. Um should we talk about it in pro tips though? Oh Take right. it up
0: uh it's already passed. I say just
1: Talk, lead it up, Squirrel.
2: Yeah, all right. Um, so uh, to go along with the commando release, they gave us a preview of the commando class in uh, Guild Wars. Um, there was a uh, commando added to Embark Beach with a big um, like attack helicopter sitting next to him, and he gave you a quest which took you into uh, Regent Valley um, pre-searing back in time, and it was a little sort of playoff... Um, Terminator, where you are a commando and you're in disguise. You've got a new skill bar with all these commando skills like grenade and tactical shield and that kind of stuff. And your job is to take out this golem who's trying to kill some NPC called Sarah, who oh. is Gwen's mother, I think. Yeah, yeah,
1: exactly.
0: Yeah. Is that still live? It might not be. Oh, I can't believe I missed that. It's pretty oh, yeah, fun. It's- if, if it's not still live, hi, Mr. Stummy. Uh, I was preparing for this show. You should actually um,
1: thank Joe Kims for that, because I think he was the guy who actually implemented that.
0: Yeah, but does he have to go to Stummy to implement it again for me? Um, probably. Hey, uh, you know what? I got the hookups with him. Um Damn. I, I want to make friends now with Mr. Kim also. <laughs> What's his name? John Kim? Joe Kims. Joe Kims. John Kim. He's Detective John Kimble. I'm Detective John Kimble. You need to
2: to make friends. You need to invite him on the show and challenge and challenge him to an impersonation contest.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, to I, work I don't know. Well, with Stummy Yeah, it sure did, man. That guy's that guy's Scottish. I still give it kudos. You you continental. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Connoisseur bastards. <laughs> continental. Continental. Yeah, I should say uh, not American. You non-Americans. You don't know. You just don't know. Okay, so enough <laughs> of the controversial statements here. Uh, let's do some speculation. The sky will be blue. I heard it's going to be produced by ArenaNet. I heard you can use a keyboard with this game. I heard you'll need a monitor to play this game. I heard
1: this game will work on Windows 7.
0: I heard that Norman really talks. That's just
1: speculation.
0: And I am aware that I am on a roll here politically. This is what happens when Ryan doesn't talk for two weeks. Oh, no, it was almost a month, wasn't it? I don't even know. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Uh, heavy website job openings there over at ArenaNet. They're posting some, yeah, job openings website, which is what I just said. Do you think once the game comes out, that means that Guild Wars Two's website is going to be like way different from what we've got right now?
1: I think it's going to try and be like what uh, Guild
0: Wars Gear Guru became. Oh, I think it's gonna. No offense to the gurus, but I mean they've got they're gonna have people that are actually paid contrary to popular belief there's not much paying happening over there at guru curse <clears throat> well to saying. be
1: honest you know it there's not that much money being generated from those website ads anyway oh yeah yeah but yeah. A game' not anyway, even released yet I mean hey I'm what?
0: just trying to have kavinas back here right <laughs> okay okay so curse pay them. also uh will the 10 skill slot system be beneficial to pulling in new players what do you think uh, so I'm asking, do you think it'll be beneficial or hurtful? Because I had a conversation yesterday with a fellow. Well, then tell us the conversation you had. Well, basically the conversation went like this. He said, the thing I don't like about Guild Wars is the eight skill system, that I can only have eight skills. My response was, well, in Guild Wars 2, you can have ten. Of course, five of them are predicated on the weapon that you have. And he was like, "Ah," And I could tell he was like, well, that didn't help. I said, "But, but you can... For one thing, you can change your build immediately once you're out of combat. Even is... in
2: even in combat, you can switch weapons. Exactly. And so I think like the highest number of skills um, available to a player is I think and they were, I heard this on I think the um, the panel at PAX East was thirty eight skills for an elementalist because not only can you switch because they can switch attunements, mm-hmm. yes, um, which switches their you know their skills up. As well so, as
0: switching weapons. And one of the huge misconceptions here is in other games, your weapon is usually just like a stat stick. Hi, I've got this weapon, so now my arms are bigger. But uh, in Guild Wars 2, your weapon, it does shit. <laughs>
1: yeah, basically. <laughs> and yeah, in this game that's coming in the Guild Wars 2, I mean, the weapon, when you equip it, you'll have different skills based on your profession, so it's not like you're going to have the same skills as a warrior, yeah. you would have as a ranger when you're wielding, let's say, an axe. So, I mean, there's still a lot of customization
0: there. Yeah, your axe doesn't just chop. It does, like, five different really cool things. And even then, if
1: you think, oh, th- there's still the same five really cool things that everyone else is going to be using. Well, that's where the customization comes in. With the yeah. attributes. Mm-hmm, the attributes and the traits and whatever the heck they're, yeah. all, they're throwing out there.
2: What was the sort of main downside To eight skills is it just that there's not as much variety in what you can do
0: yeah well basically as an example when i do pvp on my priest in wow you had so many things you had to cycle through in your head that you needed to do at various times like it was it was a a chess game on crack because of how many things you could do where i understand like i like the eight skill system in guild wars because it makes balance easier Mm -hmm. because it kind of it abdicates some of the balance to the players Because it's like, well, if that guy made a build, you have 300 some odd skills to choose from. Go ahead, make one that'll counter it. You can.
1: I find that the eight skill system makes it really hard to balance because, well, first of all, it makes implementing new skills pretty much pressured into power creeping the system because they have to compete with the old skills. And what's the point of bringing in new skills if they can't, you know, do something more interesting or better than the old skills, right? That's true. So there's that, there's that they have to, there's that hurdle they have to deal with. And then when you're trying to balance that, you have to balance it over every skill interaction in the game. And that's impossible. You're going to miss things. And there's going to be, for a short period of time, some crazy imbalance that a team is going to abuse because it's there. There's no, there's nothing wrong with abusing it. Yeah. And that's what they're
2: aiming, aiming to fix with the whole simplification of the system to
1: weapon-based skills. Exactly. So, like, everyone's going to have um, the attack skills when you have the axe equipped. You don't have to choose between um, one attack skill or the other, like in Guild Wars 2. or Guild Because here's, here's the thing that I see in terms of the,
2: you know, the pros and cons of uh, limited skill bar versus, you know, open slather. Um, the way the skills are designed in Guild Wars and Guild Wars 2, you're going to be using skills all the time so what's the difference? You're just going to be using you know, you may just be using one particular skill more often, um but you're still going to be doing stuff just as much, I think. And you're still going to have to be thinking about why you're doing that.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I think I think once we actually play the game, there's the big thing is once people actually try it out, they're going to realize that this isn't just, oh, I can only use 10 skills because of the way the mechanics work. There's there, first of all, there's a ton of skills you can use. In any one, um, encounter, depending on what weapons you have available to you at the time. Mm-hmm. There's just, there's a lot of speculation going on without enough information. And after, after my friend Joe and I talked, he totally got it. You know, we, we had enough to banter back and forth and he was like, yeah, that actually does sound cool. But when you just tell them, yeah, it's a 10 slot skill system. It sounds like it's, you know, limiting. When I first read that, I was like, oh my god, are you kidding me? That was right after I made the Relics of War website, too. I was like, did I just waste a domain purchase? <laughs> <laughs> but then after I read about it, I was like, oh, that could be cool. And as time has gone on, I'm like, yeah, this is going to be fine. Well, when oh, When I yeah.
2: first heard that we were going to have 10 skills, my first thought was, oh, man, you mean I'm going to have to reach all the way over to number zero to hit my <laughs> skill number
0: 10? <laughs> I hope they have a flexible keybinding system there. Cause yeah, oh, yeah, there'll be other ways around it. Yeah, my fingers do not reach the, the number row very well at all. What would
1: be cool is that they can make it so that, uh, when you're binding your keys, you can make it so that shift one
0: uses skill five. Mm. Amen to that. Please let us use modifiers and let Please. us, i said this time and time again, but let us save our key bindings or save it server side. That'd be sweet. Anyway. So, uh, yeah. And last, let's talk about races. Is it possible that lower entries like this? and the Kodan, are early preparations for uh, expansion player characters?
1: No, I think it's um uh, early
0: preparations for re- releasing a game. I think it's early preparation for your your face. Her, her, her. Yeah. That was pro I, Ryan. Pro. I could have said I could have said your mom, but I've been controversial enough th- this <laughs> day. <laughs> um only
1: 748. <laughs> I yeah, wouldn't be
0: the- I wouldn't be opposed to becoming a Hiluk or a Kodan
2: they're more like really detailed background to the world that they're creating. Yeah. I can, you know, we've talked about the whole idea of having future expansions with either more professions or more races and being sort of more on the side of more races. Cause that'd be easier to balance. And I um, one welcome our
1: new amphibious
2: overlords. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of think they'd probably give us more likely give us um, races that we currently haven't seen in terms of their place in Guild Wars Two. Like or mm-hmm. you know, the Canthan or Elonian races that aren't getting being fleshed out at the moment because we're not in contact with them.
1: Oh yeah, that's true.
0: So we'll probably be seeing the Tengu once Cantha is yeah, pregnant.
2: That or the Naga. Yeah. They're both quite popular.
0: Alright. Yeah. That was just uh Pretty much a dumb conversation, but I was just creating filler. So, let's move on. Um, can you repeat the part of the stuff where you said all about, the things? Excellent. Let the people have their pro tip sauce.
2: Uh, Tiger, Tiger has a suggestion here. Um, ArenaNet artists are offering art classes, but they're crazy expensive. And I think something got deleted because it did say that we could offer alternatives for, um, people... Um, attempting to
0: improve their artistic side yeah and I mean I didn't do any research on this but being an artist one of the first things I would say is look up tutorials if you want to be a digital artist there's tons of stuff out there for you and uh one of the first uh things that you want to do is go out and get the GIMP and Inkscape those are two really awesome programs and yeah, that's just they're something both free on. are they? yeah and also Blender if you want to do 3D and Jr. just now went, yes, because <laughs> he's a blender. He's a blender nerd. And there's also also some pertinence to the whole when I said he sounded Australian. There's a reason for that. I won't discuss any more. I just that, want to point out that I'm not an idiot. I is actually, that something
2: that we find out when we get him back on the show?
0: Yeah, I think so. I think that. Okay, that'll be. cool. So, um, if you're wanting to hone your actual real media artwork skills, you know, drawing with a pencil that sort of thing, stabbing your ear with the pencil. (laughs) Oh, just do it?
2: (laughs) Yeah, definitely. It's, I don't think like, I mean, I've um, done a bit of drawing through my study because I study architecture. Um, It's not, you can't expect to pick up a pencil and be able to draw a perfect still life straight off the bat. It's something that you practice and it's not something a lot of people think Oh, I, I haven't been born with this talent, so I'm not going to be any good at it. That's not true. So long as you practice it and, you know, it's a skill. Um, practicing it will make you better. You'll become better. And, and that's how you become a good drawer.
0: Yeah. The thing that you can be born with is the imagination to draw things yep. other than real life. Yeah. That is something that's inborn. Um, if you've got, if you're a creative person, then you have that. As far as just drawing stuff, anybody can learn to be an illustrator. And you need to be an illustrator to draw good creative work, such as Daniel. People like Daniel dochu they are a combination of two things, creativity and then also artistic talent. It's a mesh of the two. It's not just one thing. So you have to hone the two of them if you want to be like that. If you just want to be able to do still life, it just takes practice. Yeah, Mm. which
2: I haven't done. So (laughs) I'm no good at that, (laughs) but I can at least draw architecture.
0: Yeah, I don't do still life drawing much because it bores the crap out of me. So when I do draw, it's totally out of my head. So it's it, it's weird. I don't mean to, but it actually looks a little bit manga style. me okay. Crazy. I'll draw something. I'll be like, nobody is actually that skinny, or nobody's eyes are actually that big. Why do <laughs> I do that?
1: <laughs> is that because you're brute? drawing
0: a blood elf, you loser? Oh no. <laughs> I brought that up. Not enough mana. All right, Christian, commando quests. Wait. Oh, uh, we covered done? that. Well, damn. Okay, we got but- an email from.
2: I mean, actually, what I didn't
0: mention was, or didn't cover
2: as in detail, was here. This is another that was another example of a Guild Wars 2 style skill bar in Guild Wars, and I would love to see more of those because they're so much oh, yeah. fun.
0: Oh well, if you want to see more of them, uh, use your dervish.
2: <laughs> kind of. It's funny, cuz it's true.
0: It it
1: really does feel like you know it's its own. It has its own system, you know, because I mean, like when you have like your warrior and everything, like, yeah, he has adrenaline, he has skills, but there's no like skill interactions that are just obvious and cut and dry and saying, exactly. yeah, that's what you use it for. Same thing with yeah, the yeah. elementalist, Except there's a few combos there, but you know, there's a lot of, there's nothing that just screams synergy.
0: Exactly. What were you going to say? Because I think Christian had a rebuttal. Yeah, I think yeah. Uh, had
1: Um... I
2: was gonna just gonna say um, with with the Dervish, yeah, it does feel Guild Wars 2 because it's got its own system, but you're still dependent on um, other players. I think the thing that kind of I enjoy about it is being independent of you know a healer or an ally firing out AOE because you can do all that yourself. I guess.
0: Yeah, that is true, but it yeah. would be breaking Guild Wars if. Yeah, they went exactly. full Which I do like they, Which they...
2: is why they restrict these, um, these style quests to solo play. Oh, yeah. yeah.
0: So we also got an email from Thomas. He says, hey, what advice do you guys have for a ranger trying to find a place in Jade Quarry? Seems that Barrage takes a lot more time to clear enemies rather than a Fire Ellie or Necro, and you're at a disadvantage having to see enemies to hit them, unlike a caster who can hug walls safely. I tried being the turtle... The turtle escort are harassing the juggernauts with crippling and traps, but overall it seems like there isn't much a ranger can do that a caster isn't doing better or faster. And I know what Loudon would say right here. He would say, that's exactly right, you're Mm -hmm. a ranger. But uh, I know what Tasha would say right here, and that would be like,
1: f*** off. (laughs) (laughs) So basically what Loudon would say is, is, yep, you're right, rangers are subpar. And Tasha, being unable to refute this logic, would say, okay,
0: (laughs) okay, you're Uh, a jerk. (laughs) <laughs> oh man, Tasha, I invited you on before this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, With but seriously, cri- um, the best w- because of the rapid respawn rate, the best way is to make a necro suicide soldier and just blow up a shrine and cap it. Well, I've I've kind of yeah, it's it's true. It's it's well, a you, good you, way. Okay, of- so you do want some you know juggernaut harassment, but at the same time, nothing can cap like one of those. Like a necromancer, oh, he can just that- he can just blow in, go just blows up. And then by the time he respawns, everything is back up and running. He can just blow up another shrine.
2: Yeah, well, I I spend my time in Jade Quarry countering pretty much everything that tries to cap, and necro bombers are the easiest thing to counter because all the rend enchantments, and they don't half the half the people playing, or it seems half the necro um, bombers playing. Don't seem to realize that they've had their enchantment stripped and they just keep trying to cap over and over.
1: Well, the no problem is is that if you don't, if you don't, they have their enchantment stripped, but they just stay there, they're useless. If they just actually run in there and at least, you know, do something, at least they'll die and maybe they'll go attack another shrine, right? Yeah, well, yeah. <clears throat> it takes a lot more time to, like, relocate to an area and cap it as opposed to just dying and then teleporting to the area and capping it. Yeah. I think an answer to the
2: email. Um, Jade Quarry really is more of a caster domain, just because of those aspects, mm-hmm. and having. But in saying that, um, yes, Barrage is slower, but they're also a bit, a little bit harder in terms of the build I use to counter. Um, just because all I can do really is try and knock them down and interrupt them, mm-hmm. and then hope they
1: kind of get discouraged by that. What you may want to do is, if you're still dead set on playing a ranger, try to kill. You're not going to kill anything with barrage. I mean, it's well, they easily. Well, do do it. It just takes a while. It just takes for forever, forever. I mean, at this point, just spamming conditions on three of them yeah. will, be en- will be enough. This is what you do: apply poison, tab target with a was it with a flat bow, because the monsters they don't actually. Flat bows are really easy to dodge, but monsters they don't dodge. So yeah. you can just tab target, fire the flatbow, Just you know, just tab around. At that point, they're all suffering from d and then you just you know keep tabbing it to get, reapply the poison.
2: And if you're going with condition, um, with poison, burning, and bleeding, and then cripple, you can do that, and also take out a juggernaut. And if mm-hmm. they're quick fire um, skills, then the only person that can really stop you is someone who can kill you quickly, which. People yeah. don't usually do in Jade Quarry or a monk keeping, it's gonna be keeping hard. the yeah uh, yeah exactly
0: or a monk well, keeping and, the jug al- alive. An assassin with Shadow Step might still pull it off,
2: but yeah, but
1: you don't you won't see but uh people assassins won't cap they'll they're only there to kill you. I mean yeah, yeah
0: well, the assassins are there to suck <laughs> pretty much same thing with warriors
1: warriors are even there to even mo- suck to suck even more because they don't have healer pre- they don't have healers keeping them alive. They have to sacrifice bar space, and they only deal steady damage where an assassin is a spike.
0: Yeah. I actually play Assassin in Jade Quarry, but I have a little build that I really like for it. Does it include ROJ? No. You're (laughs) a loser. Good job. (laughs) (laughs) So, to finish off his email, he also said, With the quick respawn time, having more survivability does not seem to matter, and can even make it harder to get where you want to go since respawning and teleporting is so quick. I suppose the answer is to use my Necro, but now my curiosity is piqued. So yeah, I think basically what we've said is uh, you can get a specialized build or just go with another profession.
1: Yeah, but just remember that if you're going to go Elementalist, a Mesmer will ruin your day.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's true, man. Elementalists, they have their weaknesses. Oh yes, uh, never mind that
1: was- the fact that there's casts are all two seconds.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the sound of casting when you play an Elementalist, you hear that in your sleep as well.
2: I was playing (laughs) Jade Quarry
0: Um,
2: I was playing it earlier tonight actually and um, there was one, I mean most alleys I'm happy I can defend against them no problem there was one guy who was a water alley and he was there just to take out the juggernaut or the turtle and there wasn't much I could do about him um, just because it was a water trident build so he just, you know, he hacks you with deep freeze and then you couldn't do anything because if you moved you'd get knocked down and oh, nice. you're too slow to dodge the water trident.
1: Yeah, yeah, water trident's probably one of the better elites out there.
0: We've got 10 websites we want to uh, pimp for you guys. So everybody that's new to Guild Wars 2 might say well what websites can I go to? So every week I'm going to try and fit 10 new websites in and just talk about them on the show. Um, not well, two too long. Of them. It,
2: that's, that's ambitious.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> After this week I'm going to be like I could only come up with <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but for this week I'm going to talk about the ones that are pretty tightly knit with us and they would be well first of all there's guildwars2.com can't deny that one uh, that's the website set up by ArenaNet it's for Guild Wars 2 and it's probably going to be a huge website once the game comes out but for right now it's mostly just you know here are the professions here are the races here are the here's mechanics our, of the game here's our uh, what was this? sales pitch yeah. yeah so but it's a beautifully done site and a lot of sites are trying to build off of their same style I failed at that, but just went with my own thing. So, whatever. Uh, GuildWars2Guru.com. That comes next. And that is, the, the meat of that website is definitely the forum. Huge community. Mm-hmm. Huge community. Um, you, you have to make friends there so you know who to talk to because there are also a lot of people you don't want to talk to. But overall, there's a lot of conversation going, going on there. You can learn a lot about the game and what the community is concerned about. Through that website alone, as as an example, that's where Net's community managers go, when they do go somewhere. So, when they want to troll a forum, yeah, <laughs> basically when they want to troll. There you have it. Uh, Stefano Presti is probably loving that. Oh yeah, he's a French troll.
1: Aww. Can I just say?
0: <laughs> 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 Can I just say though that uh, Stefano Presti, the guy's awesome. Anyway, moving on. Guildfans.com. That is where JR, Indian, Qatar are. And that is under Zam that website, and that, uh, yeah, that's a forum also. Pretty much another news aggregate for you. Um, they're still developing some things there, I think. I actually, I haven't been around enough, so I'm saying a lot of crap that just isn't pertinent. So I guess I'll just go on. I can talk about this website. <laughs> I know all about it. It's called relicsofore.com. You can go there. They have this podcast and a blog. And the blog hasn't been as active lately as it was a while ago, but that's because the news hasn't been. So mm-hmm. there's that. Also is Guildcast.com. That's another podcast about Guild Wars and Guild Wars 2 that is run by Sean. He did the podcast for the original Guild Wars, and he was pretty much the solo playing solo there. There was no other podcast out there. Mm-hmm. And so he's teamed up with his massively cohort in crime, Ruby, who was on the show two episodes ago. They're a good team. Very good team, and they have they have tight connections, tight connections that I'm glad I don't have most of the time. <laughs> what I'm talking about, I'm talking about NCSoft. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then talkteria.net, that is where Izari or IzzyBot on Twitter. Uh, that she wow, well, actually she got a bunch of bloggers there. Carlo, he's blogging there, isn't he?
1: Is he? Yeah. I, I, Carlo, I don't know. I don't like read people's blogs. I'm not the that hell? kind of guy. Come on, man. Carlo's your man. He is my man, but. I mean, <laughs> He didn't even no. give me. He didn't even shamelessly plug his website to me. So I was like, I don't even know it was existed.
0: It's possible. I'm full of crap. Could be. <laughs> and I don't know what I'm talking about. Carlo, are you blogging there?
1: Say my and name. Ha- it
0: doesn't. <laughs> doesn't work as well when he's not actually on the show. Yeah, I know. Yeah, we should get him uh, on. We should. We should, dude. Another person we should get on the show is Hunter with Hunter'sInsight.WordPress.com. He... That is like the ultimate editorial about guild wars website yeah. that
2: you'll find he's also um shortened his domain name both still work but you can also just use huntersinsight.com
0: oh sweet i didn't know he did that too yeah that's cool yeah when i first got here he was actually one of the first websites that i started reading from because it wasn't just here's the news let's parrot the news that we got from ArenaNet." his was like oh yeah this is what they said this is what I take from it. There's also this podcast called Relics of Or, but they're kind of retarded. <laughs> <laughs> and then we also have secretagentcat.com. If you've been listening to the show anything more than this dude fest, then you'll know that she's on here a lot. It is Tiger, Tigerfeet. We call her Tiger for short. And it is also, she's more like a, she's kind of become just a gaming editorial blog, but she's obviously Guild Wars heavy because she's here with us. Oh, yeah. So, much love to Tiger. And then Conjure Phantasm. Com. that is done by Sean or uh, we call him Knox, the School of Hard Knocks over there and uh, just the same as the last two editorial actually you know what since they're buddies I can say this Hunter and Sean are both kind of the go to edit go to editorial websites yeah I can say that and no one's gonna get all pissy right it's like if someone said well the main podcast for Guild Wars Two is Guildcaster Relics of War I'd be like cool okay <laughs> okay so that was basically my way of saying, don't get pissed at me, either of you. I swear to God. <laughs> and then last, we have guildmag.com. And that is a website where it's, it's kind of, it used to be, it started off centered around the idea that they were going to have a PDF magazine for the news and images about Guild Wars. Now they've sprouted up a podcast as well. And a huge bloggage, bloggage engine. So Bloggage. Yeah, bloggage. They're a big website over there. Well designed too. Johnny Ten, you're the man. Nice. Okay, so, Traitor Arcade. You stupid fat habits. Just... That's not Guild Wars. And now it's time for Traitor Arcade. I, I don't know if you guys have been playing anything specific, but I have been playing Gary's Mod like crazy with my son.
1: Oh yeah, I, well for those of you who don't know, he has a random uh, video thread and they're all Gary's Mod videos. <laughs>
0: And I'm trying, I've got, oh man, I, I'm getting pissed because I've got this great video of me and him, it's way better than the last one I posted, but the, every time I encode the video, it like freezes on one specific segment, huh. and it goes like two segments, so you're sitting there and you hear stuff going on, but you don't see anything, uh, driving me crazy, but anyway, yeah, my son is only three and a half, he's like Bugs Bunny, I'm three and a half years old, but he really is three and a half, and it's like the one game that we can play together. Because, you wouldn't think so, because it's highly physics-based and stuff like that. It's really How do you describe this? If you've ever used an SDK to create, like, a multiplayer map in a, a like, Source Engine game or Unreal Engine, then that's kind of fun, but they've done that and turned it into a game, pretty much. So you can just spawn a car in front of you, throw thrusters on the back of it, that are toggled with like your number pad keys, so you can turn on the thrusters while you're driving and totally shoot the car off into the middle of nowhere. Really good times, and it's based upon Half Life, so you you can be all the characters from Half Life except for basically Gordon Freeman, which kind of sucks because I like Freeman. Even though when you spawn like a Vortigaunt, he still refers to you as the Freeman. Uh-huh. Ah, the Freeman. Yes. Yeah. Well, I just I love Vortigaunts by the way. <laughs> Alex Vance clings to the margins. You can be the G-Man too. We'll oh, see he's awesome. That. He's creepy, though. Uriah sees him, and he always looks at me, and he says, he's not a bad guy. Like he's trying to get some assurance that that's yeah. not a bad guy, right, Dad? <laughs> I'm all, oh,
2: I don't know how to answer that, buddy. Those those cutscenes in
1: Scooch half closer life, Children. Don't make me tell you again about the scooching. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the right man in the wrong yeah. Life. Oh, they yeah. Make all make. Wake up and smell the ashes. But I do like that guy.
2: Yeah, that was, that was like... I watched actually half life two was kind of one of the first fps games I think I got into that I played, and the story and those cutscenes they just made it
0: uh, oh, I just loved man. it so much mm-hmm. um, we are long overdue for a half life movie don't you think
1: <clears throat> we're long um, overdue for half life three yeah well, episode
2: three exactly yeah, episode they, yeah three. they scrapped half life three and went yeah let's just make some
0: episodes. Yeah, I actually want to see a Half-Life 2 movie. I don't want to see a Half-Life movie. Half-Life was a fun game, but all it is is a dude trying to escape from a compound mm-hmm. yep. that's been overrun by aliens. Half-Life 2, man, there's all these politics going on, and it's really in-depth. I really liked it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And the, the Vortigons were your buddies in that one, which was yeah. better. I didn't like fighting Vortigons.
1: For those of you who don't know what a Vortigon is, it's pretty much like what happens if you took a Half-Life version of a Protoss.
0: Yeah. Yeah, they're really cool, though, the way they talk. Oh, yeah. And yeah. the stuff that they say is like, as they're talking, you're like, whoa, who wrote this? Mm. Because whoever that is could, like, I don't know, it just sounds like crap that's way, way, way in depth. Someone must have been smoking something. <laughs> people people that are high have a tendency to say things that's like, wow, that's really insightful. But once they sober up, they're like, dude, I didn't know what the hell I was talking about. <laughs> you're like, oh, well, shit. So, okay, um, Yeah been playing gary's mod uriah is actually pretty good at it though here's the thing i'll start trying to build something and he'll take his fizz gun and just try and like pick it up and help me he's like i help you dad and i'm like uh you're not helping could you could you let that go and then he'll let it go but then the physics cause it to fling across the map because that happened i'm like son of a bitch so then i'm chasing the thing down and uriah picks it up again so i shoot him in the head (laughs) Oh, he gets so pissed when I (laughs) do that, but it's like, dude, you got to leave my crap alone. But the other day, Tiger joined us, uh, because for for a brief time, Ben had a multiplayer server up, we were in there building stuff, and Uriah was being obnoxious as hell, so I started being obnoxious too. But you can't tell, because when he's being obnoxious, he doesn't headshot you. (laughs) He comes at you shooting, and you're like, oh, and you're dodging it, (laughs) where when I get obnoxious, it's like, oh, crap, I'm dead. (laughs) So the thing I've started doing is I pull out my RPG and I point it up in the air and I'm like, leave my crap alone! And he knows that if I don't, I'll launch it in the air, which is his warning. And if he still doesn't stop, I then turn my camera down so that the RPG then then says, okay, now I'm going to come down and I'm going to land square on that kid. <laughs> it's good times. <laughs> Great way to get along. But with the, we did Teach find this one map. boss. Yeah. We found this one map where it was a really enclosed space and you've got that gun that shoots the little, like, plasma balls Oh, oh yeah. yeah, and they're bouncing all over so we basically created dodgeball oh, nice. <laughs> and what at one point he busts out his gravity gun and he actually grabbed the plasma ball yeah i'm like dude you could do that so he grabs it and then he shoots me with it that's awesome <laughs> yeah the up- with my own plasma ball
2: the upgraded uh gravity gun that you get in like the final chapter of half-life 2 can grab everything including plasma balls
0: oh yeah i remember that but the just a normal gravity gun um, in, oh uh, really yeah, just the normal gravity gun in... What's the game? Gary's Mod. Right. Oh, cool. Yeah. Oh, that stage in Half-Life 2 where it becomes like the blue... The Ubo. Yeah, that yeah. was sweet. Because you're going, I don't have any weapons, mm. and all these bad guys are coming at me, and then you it's realize, like, wait a second, what does this gravity gun do exactly? Because it changed. And you pick up a dude and fire him at the other guy. <laughs> oh, no, that's a gravity gun. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. all right. You guys playing anything special? No. Um, yeah. yeah.
2: no, nah, special. I keep going back into Minecraft and working on our big project.
0: Yeah, you've got that cathedral going. Yeah, it's coming along. It's coming along. I need to go check that out. I was in Minecraft the other day, but I'm really laggy when I... C- it's not, ben, ben, it's not your server. It's me. <laughs> I think it's because Uriah has been using my account also. So I don't know, something weird as far as my router is concerned. But, uh yeah, if if you are a Minecraft player, just so you know, we do have a very hardy Minecraft server. There are a lot of people on there. And Ben is a really awesome server owner, too. Like, most of the time you join a Minecraft server and you're like, Where is all the crap? Like, where can I build, for God's sake? So you go to try and build and someone's like, That's where I'm building! What, you got a block of grass here? You're building here? Really? So, anyway, Ben's got this, like, whole Google Maps thing set up and... Uh, really easy to navigate the place. And he even has it locked on the spawn point so that you can't build. That drove me crazy. You'd spawn and it's like, I can actually break stuff here because a creeper would appear right next to you. Boom! I just blew up the spawn point, guys.
2: (laughs) Yeah, but, I mean, he's running it off his his own computer. Um, So... If, like, be aware that if we get too many people on, it's not going to run very well, I guess. Like he was saying the other day... um, we don't really want an overload, an influx, a massive influx of.
1: More why are you people. saying that we have a Minecraft server
0: that's <laughs> for everyone? <laughs> oh, well, I, well, Ryan. I didn't, did not know that. Didn't hear that conversation. Okay. Yeah. So I'm just an idiot. So you're not invited, people. Yep. <laughs> Alright, never mind that. Also, uh, speaking of not being invited, the Relics of War guild is full.
1: Almost full. We're at, we have, like two spaces left.
0: Yeah. So that's almost that's points if you're a lady. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, damn spirits all alone over here, poor gal. I know. So we we need more, I guess we'll save that for two chicks. <laughs> alone but in a we sea are... of
1: sausage. <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow. Just like the physics right. department. <laughs> so, we um are still taking applications for reservations for the Guild Wars 2 guild. What and does, by that what I'm saying?
1: cute be- voice on vent. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna throw this joke
0: all all around because it's hilarious. Okay, so basically, I I should also point out, Chaz and Christian are both single. Yeah. <laughs> since since we're going this direction, let's use this podcast to hook you guys up with somebody. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> Although I've said that Christian needs to find himself a nice Italian girl.
1: They have that. I don't know why I said that. Uh, Kiwi land. Um, not all that many. If they
2: okay, are, they're
1: so Muslim for I'll have to bust out the net and the net and the uh good old clubbing stick. <laughs> you know, <laughs> her on, the head, on the head, bring her back to the cave, it'll be all good.
0: <laughs> That's how I got my wife. and better. Oh yes. <laughs> this is a great conversation we're having here. <laughs> okay. So Relics of War is also looking for more bloggers. Um yeah. Send us a little like example of what kind of bloggage you know how to do, what kind of an article you would write. We'll probably add you if you're any good. So, yep. Yeah. And we're also looking for audio snippets. Send them in. Things like, you know, ideas that you have for bumpers, intros, as you heard this intro, uh, something that I can put there instead of what I did, which was a pitch-modified version of my pirate voice, I guess. Arr. Arr. And then, right, also, most especially, and we have, uh, Acranius Lecor is about to start a new segment for us also, it sounds like. That's not a promise. Just saying. <laughs> ah, cool. So... Things like that, where we've got the mashup man here, where we might have a new segment coming, and Tiger Feet's segment, even though she's a host also. Well, now you're a host too, Christian. So there you have it. I guess I guess by making a segment, you become a host? I don't know.
1: Anyway. You work your way that. up in the world, kid. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Becom- becoming involved is a good way to show your interest, and that means that Ryan's more inclined to letting you poop all over
0: his show. Exactly. That's all it is. It, well, I get emails quite often, people saying, how do I become a host? Uh Well, f- I first have to know who you are. Yeah. Uh, that's a good starting point. And by, I need to know who you are, don't just register on the forums and post something, man. Get involved. Become part of this. Call into the show. Write emails. We have a lot of people that regularly write in, and that's cool. Like, people that write in, like Tom Cools. I just said Cools, so I didn't <laughs> have to say his name. But we have people that regularly write in, like Urcranius LeCour, um... Who else what's that guy? Oculus Sinister? People like that. And of course, uh why am I drawing a blank on the guy's name? The guy with the name that I always say all the time. Matteo Vittorio. Matteo Vittorio. So yes, if you have a if you have a really awesome name, that's even better. Right. And don't forget about the Gemini duet. Uh the vote has been cast. I have not I, I've been out of it. I'm gonna have to Go through the administration panel to even find out because apparently the API key she had for the plugin broke. Yes. So now I can't see anything. That's great. All right. Anyway, we'll tell you guys later which song won the vote, and we will probably be doing that sometime in the near future. First of all, right now, we just have to bless Jim and his adventures with the cubic meconium. That is called baby poop. Uh coming up next is a short little segment that I have that rounds up all the pertinent information for you guys so that I don't have to rattle it off on the show every week and start reading from it like literally and sounding like a moron. <laughs> so there's that, you're going to have a mashup from Christian and behind that will be the uh beautiful musings of the band Pucifer, which is um if you've ever heard a perfect circle, the lead singer from a perfect circle is doing Pucifer as a project alongside his vineyard in Arizona. Where I really want to get a glass, at least try a glass of the Cabernet from there. This is a Do we want crazy. to get to Wheel of Morality before we uh sign off? You know it. I'm just trying to close the Relics of website tab. Oh, good luck that. Working. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> All right, Wheel of Morality, Wheel of Morality, turn, turn, turn. Tell us the lesson that we should learn. Well,
2: Christian, in Arena Net's uh, manifesto video, they say that they're redefining the whole genre. Well, the Commando. uh release clearly shows that they're taking the MMO out of the MMORPG and leaving you with the good stuff.
0: Uh, I find that the commando is not only pro, but it is also choice. I find that the commando is pro-choice. Consider yourself plus one to pro because you've just finished another episode of the Relics of Orr podcast, a product of Cyan Studios. Swing by the website at relicsoforr.com to find our Facebook page, Twitter feed, Steam community, and our forum. Or send us your email or pre recorded feedback at relicsofor at gmail.com, or call us at the US phone number 708 202 9262. How do I get involved? You can join the forum, or apply for a future reservation in the Guild Wars 2 Relics of War Guild. Also, you can visit our sponsors at doghousesystems.com to show your support. Just enter the coupon code RELICS after you buy a product and you'll get $25 of credit towards Jinx Merchandise. Alternatively, you can head to the main page and find a link to our merchandise line on Zazzle.com or just use our PayPal Donate button. Be sure to subscribe to our show with whatever podcatcher you use, and if it's iTunes, leave us a professional review that we deserve. We'll read it on the show.
2: Time for the weekly mashup. This is where we play you the best bits from previous episodes because you were too busy. A. AFK dancing at Pink Day in LA, admiring the new Halloween costumes, awaiting your bulk order of pink sweatpants, acting as matchmaker for Kieran and Gwen once again, analysing arsenic based life forms in space, acclimatising to all the warm weather you've had recently asking Ryan if you could join the Relics of War alliance, accosting the kiwi chewing on your internet cable, asking your car dealer for a serious airbag, Be breeding unicorns trying to make more pink dye, being deafened by the pumpkin on your head, begging ArenaNet for the next profession reveal, building Tyria in Minecraft, blaming the same guildmate for all your failings and vanquishes, Bathing in the blazing sun Beating your unruly sound card into submission Bribing lady luck Betting on whether or not we'd get a preview of the dervish update C. Selling all your mini pets in Kamadan C. Spacing to victory on your dervish Checking out the awesome relics of all merchandise available Choosing which of the three tuxedos you prefer They're all just so different Crying because you didn't get the dervish update you were hoping for Camping on the edges of various bodies of water Checking the Guild Wars 2 website even though you didn't have to Chasing after your monks because they got distracted by a burning tree Clearing and re-rolling your ranger to make room for a dervish And D. Designing a bot for Bergen Hot Springs Dealing with Danica's depressing determination to run down the central path in Arborstone. Delivering double rainbows on unicorns from your rainbow factory. Dealing with your mouse infestation in the middle of a vanquish. Downloading Guildcast to understand Ryan's jokes. Disconnected from the internet. Dancing in the relics of all Guildhall digging through waist-high snowdrifts, and dying of happiness like Chaz at the Dervish preview.
1: Oh my goodness, you mean some people don't even listen to every episode. The only possible excuse this week is a euphoric overload, as experienced by one of the co-hosts, because you were too busy with your five-man Dervish Godway team and didn't eat your cake, stealing ArenaNet's thunder with the leaked thief reveal. Making me envious because you got to craft and eat your cake whilst playing the Guild Wars 2 demo at the same time, kicking in the front seat, sitting in the back seat, making up your mind which seat to take. Why must you hurt me so?